Here is a reminder from the American Medical Association. Games, games. Here's some games. Games that want to get out. See? More games. Don't pour sulfuric acid on your genitals. What are your qualifications? Ah, well, I attended Juilliard. I'm a graduate of the Harvard Business School. I travel quite extensively. I lived through the Black Plague, and I had a pretty good time during that. I've seen The Exorcist about 167 times, and I keep getting funnier every single time this I see This is the Nerd Words Podcast. You guys care to comment? What do you mean, like, fine shoes? On utilitymuffinlabs.com. Welcome back to the Nerd Words Podcast. My name is Nathan. Uh, joining me today, still, is Bob. Yeah! And also Chris. Hello! If you didn't listen to the Drunken Cthulhu podcast, we're still drunken. We're still drunken. We're just gonna <laughs> we're gonna be more drunken and do a normal podcast where we talk about nerd type things. Bring yeah. you more white bitch. <laughs> so the first thing that I want to talk about, I want to get opinions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've already briefly talked to Bob about this. Apparently, uh, our friend and yours, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, has stated it is highly likely we live in a simulation. Uh, this is news to me, but then again, I probably haven't gotten the latest patch notes. From Go the to last the mic. Talk to the mic. Oh, this is uh, this is news to me, and this is probably because I haven't gotten the latest patch notes on the simulation <laughs> the last time it updated. Kind of feel it's kind of bullshit. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why it's bullshit. Who the fuck want to be broke and fat in a simulation? Like, where the fuck do I get the the, the game genie, <laughs> the, the game shark cheat code to make this simulation fucking oh, run? Absolutely, son? absolutely. So I'm gonna I'm gonna briefly read over some of the notes of what was stated. Sure, go and, ahead. Uh, I'm gonna make myself another uh, margarita. You go right ahead. We're gonna let this hear our website. You better make two. So at the most recent Isaac Asimov Memorial debate held in New York's Hayden Planetarium. Uh, scientists gathered to address questions for the year. Is the universe a computer simulation? That's a pretty old question. It's a it's a common question. And uh, speaking of acid trips, I don't know if we were talking about that this now, but uh, speaking of acid trips, the first time I ever took acid, I had a, a very profound revelation while I was intoxicated, uh, wherein I fully believed that the world uh, was created in my head. <laughs> Now, uh, please reference the, the beginning of that statement where I said I was fucked up. I was very fucked up. Uh, but it came, to, it came to my mind that I'd spent a great deal of time creating this simulation and making sure that the world was real and realistic. And then I didn't really put too much work in on myself, uh, but acid. So we can, we can agree on that. Um, so, <laughs> so I, I've never been on acid. Uh huh. It's like mushrooms, but less, uh, more kind of agitate Okay. I've never been on both, but I wouldn't begrudge someone if they shove them in my mouth and told me to chill out for well, an hour. I was hour trying to half. think, cause like for the listeners, what's, what's that like? Um, I, I can only describe my experience and I don't know if my experience is indicative of everyone else's. But when I've done hallucinogenics, it's very much like being sort of confined into your own mind. Uh, the visual input kind of changes, but you don't like you don't see like f- fucking shapes and and you know it, it's not it's not hallucinatory. It's more just a like a mental thing, you know. It's a uh, yep. It 
it's a little strange. Things appear a little weirder than they are, but mostly it's like a lot of internal communication with your own brain. It's if spending I, if a, I may? Yeah, go ahead. It felt like more <laughs> synapses were firing yeah. than there were before. It felt like your brain was ready. It's being very much trapped in your own thought. It was ready to interpret everything that you were normally seeing yeah. and were just taking for granted. Now, the the, the oddity that, that I experienced when I was on acid, uh, I think I was like maybe 18 years old at the time. Um, you know, I would see halos around things. Uh, lights would be extra vivid. Um, and, you know, almost got the impression that like, you know, they were reaching out. Not that like they had hands, but just like these halos were just so, sort like, of... So like all of your, basically your senses everything was like jacked up a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Very much like that. But my, my ability to interpret it and then verbally explain it totally fucked up, not working at all. Now, the first time I ever did mushrooms was a little bit different because when I, the first time I did mushrooms, I visually began to see a sort of pattern to everything. You know, it was uh, like, like, and this is not real. This is just a hallucinatory sort of experience. But I felt like the energy to everything, like everything sort of was where it belonged. And all we did was kind of fuck with that sort of <laughs> pattern of everything. And I was real, real fucked up when I did mushrooms. When I did mushrooms, I laid on a couch and I stared at a TV that had no picture. It just had the number up at the top. And I watched the number vibrate for like an hour and a half. And then I realized after that time that it was just my eyes that were moving rapidly back and forth. And I had to stop looking at it because my fucking eyes were vibrating. So, yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. But I remember and why it's distinctively different. I, too, took shrooms and I remember wanting to explore everything mm -hmm. that my mind was no longer content with the original description of things. Like I was aware I was taking shrooms and I had expectations. Right, right. And these expectations were not met. I didn't have hallucinations jumping me. Nothing like that happened. What had happened was everything was just more new. Right. Everything was new. Every experience was a fresh experience for me to digest again. And, and to lay open the pre, I don't know, the pre-traps I had placed everything, the labels I labeled everything with, I was more open-minded than I ever had been to hearing anything and, and to, to see it for what it truly is. And what it did for me was I felt relaxed, I felt amazing. I felt I understood people I was around and talking to more than I had ever done. And the most important fact is that even when it wore off, I was aware of all that whole experience. Yeah, I've, I've heard people describe it like that. And I, I wish that that's what it did for me. <laughs> but it doesn't. You called me the devil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so for me, it basically turns everything into like a nightmare funhouse. Wow. Uh, you know, it's like the world sort of bends around you and, uh, both times that I've done mushrooms and this was many years ago. So, you know, we don't need to get into any legalities on that. But, um, when I had done them many years ago, every time I had done them, I was around people who were drunk and in my mind, me being on mushrooms, I felt like I, I was in a place in the world. Okay, I was where I belonged and everything sort of operated to its own rhythm and drunk people ran around and disrupted that rhythm. 
They fucked up the natural patterns. They fucked everything up. So it, it was very important for me to try to stay away from drunk people. And drunk people want to communicate. They think that you're able to communicate on a human level. I was not. Mm-hmm. As right. I said, there's a disconnect between my brain and my mouth when I do hallucinogenic drugs. I cannot communicate to you what's going on in here because it's just rapid and fire. Was, is it weird? Because you know, I had experienced that too, that level of alienation. I just handled it differently. Yeah. Like in my opinion... I would talk to people who are either sober or drunk, and I would consider them being little people. Yeah, I, like I they were less. Than I don't me think that my body not aware. I don't think that my body processes any kind of drug properly. It, when oh. I get high, I'm fucking useless. Does anybody's body ever process? Well, I mean, there's a, there's, a, there's like a certain no. there's like a certain uh, you know majority sort of behavior, like a normative behavior when people take certain types of drugs. And I just don't, by my own description and listening to other people's descriptions, I just don't think that they interact with my brain the same way they do other people's brains. If, if I may, though, I think it's because you used to have a bunch of friends that were assholes. Oh, yeah, that's totally that's true, where it came too. From. You were around hostile people who yeah. you were always questioning their motives and what they wanted with you. Right. And then you were in situations where drama was always a possibility. And, and I think, too, like my experience the second time I did them was... Everything that I would normally see as just a, you know, eh, it's a thing that's happening. My brain would amplify it tenfold. Yeah. You know, so if two people were having a conversation and like a person was apologizing for something, I would see that as like the worst fucking thing ever just happened here. And this person is trying to apologize, but they don't really mean it. You know what I mean? (laughs) So I was like, I have to get the fuck away. And this apartment, when I was on mushrooms, was the largest place in the world. It was fucking huge. I remember you being in Matt, uh, I forget his last name, Matt, uh, crazy in dude. Muppet. Muppets. Muppets. Yeah, bedroom you're, at you're, the time. You're in Muppets wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, ever said you're freaking out. And I went to check on you, and I myself was lit, drunk. And I was like, Nate, you okay? And you were like, just staring at me, and you literally lurched away from me and just <laughs> stared at me. And I was like, what's wrong? And you eventually were like, you're the devil and i was like what <laughs> how am i the fucking devil man well and and then remember well, I think the fucking, question should be how are you not remember <laughs> fucking pat comes up to me and he's like nate bob just slapped me in the face and i'm like go the fuck away i can't handle this right now at all right. like i didn't want to know why it happened i didn't give a shit who did it i was just like go the fuck away listen when we were younger i don't know a group of people who knew how to party better than than the three of us in this room to be honest when it came down to it, and I, I include Chris in that because Chris is the party master general when it comes to bringing the correct shit to set it off every time. And then me and you, Nate, were always like, "That that's not enough." Yeah, I, I definitely had no problem going as deep as that. Fucking we were hole instigators, to go. and we were the people who followed the instigation. Is how it went with uh, with Adam always being the guy in the thick of it too. Who just he walked in the door, which is why I mentioned it. But he's Adam's another one who is deaf. There are party people. And we are on the podcast, is what I'm trying to tell you. So, do we live in a simulation? I vote yes. I hope we do. Um, I maybe have like a, I wouldn't say a recurring dream, but maybe it's a thought that pops in my head that maybe I am just a brain in a jar, and everything I realize, you know, experience is just electrical stimulation as I'm wheeled down a hallway. Now, I feel like the reason why we have wow. those kind of thoughts, and I'm sure we're not unique in that kind of concept. But, you know, we have the the misfortune, really, of being totally aware of the world that we live in and being 
cognizantly aware of the fact we're going to die. And there is no sort of sure thing when that happens. Yeah, we don't. I mean, there's no one really that has been... You right. know, come back from the other side. It's been like, hey, here's what it's like. And 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 even those few people that quote unquote have, scientists basically slap a dick in their mouth and go, here's why you're wrong, 10 yeah. times out of 10. But how shitty is it for human beings to live life and go, oh, I'm going to fucking die. And there's no fucking reason for me to have lived. Here's, well, here's I, the thing, though. The, the whole aspect of why the simulation not mm-hmm. is because it's man's fault. Right, that we don't right. stretch to more. Oh yeah, yeah. Because we I, put I importance on the wrong shit. Yeah. So yeah, it feels like a simulation because we made a system that perpetually feeds itself, yeah. and nobody's willing to stop it. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. I don't. I don't think that we actually are. I'm just voting that I hope we are. <laughs> I, I hope we are. You're saying it's a nice thought. Yeah, that it, we're in a predisposed cool. reality. Yeah, it would be totally cool if it was. I don't actually think that that's the case. I think I would be the ones and zeros that didn't fit. If that were the case, so, just so the argument, the argument, because I'd never really finished this, but for Chris, who doesn't know, didn't didn't get the the firmware update. Basically, if we live in an infinite universe, there's a con- there's a conception that somewhere down the down the line, human beings will be able to, or some some creature, some entity will be able to create a simulation. So if they're somewhere down the road, they're able to create a simulation. That means that. Someone already some created this in past. Right, they created a simulation. Right, right. So you know, we, we, we conceivably we could be living in a a, a variety of different simulations. Well, throughout. I, I do, I do kind of like live to the concept that maybe all life on this planet was the result of some failed high school experiment of some vastly advanced species. Right. That was just like, oops, I spilled my beaker <laughs> on this ball of mud. Isn't this oh. just a question of control? Like what entity, like versus religion, versus science, versus whim, right. that we all agree that there's something greater, right? On all those fronts. Every religion wants to say that there's God and here you go and they're content in the knowledge. But then you have science going, fuck your God, it doesn't make any sense. That book's laughable. You have a book we could point out and say is wrong. However, we don't know what it is. But scientifically, we could see that some intelligent science, thus like us, scientists, some intelligent super being thought of it. How is that different than a God? All right, it's really not. I think it's just how much you worship it. All right. Because I think if you go back to the whole alien, like, you know, ancient alien mythos where they're like, oh, well, you know, these aliens came down and they created life and everything. And they're like, okay, well, well, how's that really any different from a god except for the fact that we don't worship the ancient aliens? Right. Right. And there are, right. there are people that do. There are. Yeah, if, I know. If there's, a, if there's a fucked up belief, there's a fucked up asshole who worships it. How did we not take a road trip to Roswell, the three of us? Well, I actually... I've actually wanted to go to Roswell my entire life, but that's because I've been, like, fist deep in the UFO mythology since I was, like, 10. We I need to do this. I for sure want to go to Arizona uh, just to see the giant hole in the ground that the fucking uh, the, the meteor made. Oh, the crater? Yeah, yeah meteor crater. I would, I'm, I'm totally, as far as, like, the kitsch is concerned... I'm totally into UFOs. Yeah, I'm totally into that shit. Well, one of the uh, one of the bucket lists on my life is actually going to White Sands on the anniversary of the first bomb getting lit, because that's when they actually let you walk into Ground Zero and you can look at the thing that they built mm-hmm. out of the radioactive. Glass. I am much more interested in giant fucking holes in the ground than I am going to a fucking shopping mall or, sadly, a fucking <laughs> gaming convention. No offense, guys. Right. 
I'm much more interested in the fucking planet than I am in rolling First some up, fucking there's, dice there's with no smelly sadly, people. A gaming convention, and we, we point this out, any game, tabletop, we're relating to role-playing, is fantasy playing, right? It's being someone who would yeah. go and do those things. I would much rather go and do those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So well, I that's would, why, so trip for Roswell, done. That has to happen. Yeah. White Sands, I'm all about that. I would, Some hole in the ground, yes. I want to go to a place. It. I want to go to a place where there's a fence, and that fence has a sign on it, and that sign says, "For all intents and purposes, fuck the fuck off." <laughs> and then a guy in a truck comes by, and he's like, "You can't be here. You need to leave." I would love to fucking do that shit. Yeah. That sounds Well, great. I mean, that's kind of the reason why I want to go to Vegas. It's not the fact that there's casinos <laughs> and everything. It's the fact that there's the Atomic Testing Museum where yeah. they actually break down where all the atomic testing sites are across the desert of the U.S. Coincidentally, most likely killed the Duke. Road what? trip. Uh, uh, fucking, uh, what's his name? The Duke, uh, um, Hunter S. Thompson. No, 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 not, no, not Raoul Duke. Was, uh, John the Wayne. Duke, John Wayne. Sorry, oh, John, John Wayne. Yeah, well, because when they when they filmed that movie where How he plays, fuck fucking, did I know who the Duke when, was when he plays Genghis Khan? They wait. There was a movie where John Wayne played Genghis Khan. <laughs> yes. Genghis How Khan was played by John this? Wayne. How do you not know this? Chris? I don't know this, but now I feel so, I need so to know here's, this. Here's the story of it. Okay, they filmed a movie in I believe the late fifties or early sixties where John Wayne plays Genghis Khan. Right, so total fucking Hollywood whitewash. He well, ain't even you're fucking gonna Asian. Have to leave now at all. Well, pilgrims, you're on my step. But they, they call me Tamujin. They they filmed they filmed the movie in the desert in Nevada, and it just so happened to be downwind of where they test nuclear bombs, like you do. So at various points throughout the day of their filming. They would get hit with this fucking... They just had mushroom clouds going up in the background. Mushroom clouds and then just like fallout. Wind blowing fallout over them. And like the vast majority of the people that were on the film eventually died of cancer. Well, I figured John Wayne died of cancer in the 80s because of the fact that he smoked since the Eisenhower administration. Maybe that too, but mostly nuclear bombs. Who knows? It's the Duke. Yeah, he is the Duke. If it wasn't cigarettes, nukes. Mm. So if it wasn't cigarettes, <laughs> nukes. It wasn't Philip Morris. It was we the U.S. Sure Atomic no Energy Commission. John Wayne. So here's here's some other interesting news. Did you guys know that they're going to come out with a Green Lantern Corps movie? Yes. <laughs> because one wasn't bad enough. Now we're going to have three. <laughs> well, now, yeah, I guess, I guess the new one they're coming out with is going to have all three. Stop it. Green Stop Lanterns. <laughs> well, to, 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 to counterbalance that, though. choked or gagging on a penis. To counterbalance that, though, the Marvel, to judge. Marvel has dropped the Inhumans. Uh, they they, they realize yeah, they, that the X-Men is something they have to pay a lot of money for. Well, I don't believe that that's why they dropped the Inhumans. I believe that they just don't have a release date for it because they added super, uh, Spider-Man, they added some other shit, uh, the uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and those weren't originally in that uh, mm-hmm. that time that time well, frame. I, th- I think a lot of it's based off of marketing because I mean the only thing I've ever seen that the actual Inhumans are involved in is Marvel Agents of Shield. Yeah, and even then that show, I think the only reason why it's still on TV is the fact that they're just pouring mouse money into it. I just don't think that they've gotten to a point yet where they are ready to introduce them to the cinematic universe. And you have to remember, too, like that movie wasn't slated to come out until 2019. Yeah. So it was like way down the road anyway. Which one? Inhumans. I even even think the concept Mm. of the Inhumans is people at Marvel are people that don't know what the Inhumans are just going to look at it and be like, why couldn't this just be the X-Men? Yeah. Well, you know, fuck them. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, it's true, though. Like the concept (laughs) of Black Bolt, he's a badass. That's a great character. But 
like honestly, where it's like you're starting a whole new thing. Yeah, it's like they live in the blue area of the moon. You don't give up a cash cow till it's done with the milk. That's, that's true. That's true. I just don't think that they've had the opportunity to introduce them, and I don't think that they're going well, to. They have. They have in like the last season of Agents of Shield, Who but they that? weren't. Really, yeah, exactly. I, I do. You don't. But you don't watch it in real time. No, but I watch it. <laughs> right. You watch it in Netflix. That's look. We don't. We don't. As far as ratings are concerned, we don't count. Because we don't watch shit while it's airing. Look, fuck them, because I do watch their <laughs> bullshit, okay? Don't put it on Netflix if you don't want to watch that. No, no, so, fair enough. I hate commercials. Fair enough. And right. I watch it on my dime. Right. My time. Right. Although, although, to be honest, I'm looking more f- towards anything on Netflix that's Marvel as opposed to anything on regular that's TV that's That's because everything Marvel. that's on Netflix that's Marvel is fucking awesome. Exactly. Luke Cage yes. is coming out. Iron Fist. I think they're doing a second season of uh, Alias. Alias. AKA, AKA Jessica Jones. Jones. <laughs> I fucking yeah. hate but the, Jessica Jones. I, I didn't much care for it. I mean, it had a lot of, um, like, if I look at it from sort of just an analytical perspective, they had a lot of firsts in that show. Too much white bitch. The only reason I watched it was because the main villain was played by a guy who played Doctor Who. And for the record, who did a great job? I like the main villain. Job. Yeah, that's the only reason I watched Jessica Jones because of the villain. And they took a villain whose his name is fucking Purple Man. Yeah, I, I actually liked how they made which sort is the of lamest a, they fucking. Made, they made the Purple Man make sense. Yeah, they made that character awesome. Yes, and if you were like, dude, guess who's going to be in the next season of, of Daredevil? Purple Man. I'd be like, what? Shut up. Yeah, who the fuck's pur- who the is, fuck is Purple is, is Man? Is he like related to the Kool Aid Man? Right, right but, but now no. if you're to do it. Oh man, that's right. just now if you're interesting doing, how that blind yeah. dumbass handles it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I think they're going to come out with a third season of Daredevil. Foggy, no. And yeah. a second season of Jessica Jones. Well, they do have the, I guess right now, they're Diary shooting the decisions. Defenders miniseries. Uh huh. And then, because yeah, there's the a certain. Defenders? There's a, yeah. Because yeah. it, it's all leading up to the Defenders. Yeah. The Defenders is basically when you have Daredevil, Luke Cage. A.K.A. Jessica Jones and Iron Fist get together and form like the superhuman B team of just we're yeah, just going to maybe be the, the Punisher will be in it. Who knows? Yeah, maybe the Punisher will be. But in only really Hell's op- Chicken Kitchen, right? Yeah, but this is Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, but here's the cool thing too. Now that they have like they have Spider Man, they have a bunch of other different characters. Uh, like Iron Man's going to be in the Spider Man movie now, which is fucking cool you're gonna have that crossover and it's possible because we have hell's kitchen and we have what is it queens that spider-man sort of yeah you you could see him you know they basically they can do whatever the fuck they want with him queens i avoid hell's kitchen aka aka clinton new york right right it's like this like block radius he just doesn't go in because it's super saturated (laughs) we're gonna have him we're gonna have him in in civil war yeah and they Marvel's going to take full fucking advantage of Spider-Man. Wherever oh, of the course. fuck they can toss him, they're going to toss him. Well, yeah, because they went to Sony and hit them with a giant sack of money. Yeah. And and brilliant on them. I'm just it's, hoping they go to Fox and do the same thing with the X-Men. I don't think that Fox is going to be willing. Oh, no. Fox, Fox is, Fox Fox is steady, successful. Well, that's because they haven't made a shitty X-Men movie yet. The last. Well, they have, but not for a while. Well, yeah, but the last... But if you look at the... The Spider-Man franchise, Sony's clearly been like keeping it on. I gotta, I gotta go to bat for Fox here. Like they haven't done bad with X-Men in the slightest. No, like every well, one of the films has the, been great. The third one was pretty bad. The third, I don't know what, what standard was it bad though, because I liked the Juggernaut third one. was gay. For, first off, any comic to 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 movie trance over, and you're trying to hold to the con, it's gonna fail. 
Because it has every time so far, with the exception of Wolverine, which how many Hugh Jackmans are there out there? That yeah, but really that kind of goes role? back to the whole X Men and his Wolverine bitches sort of thing, or Wolverine. Yeah, but what, sort what of I'm saying is like Juggernaut. Yes, Juggernaut that kind of sucked. Yeah, he could have yeah. been a lot better than Vinnie Jones. Uh, yeah. But the fact is, he came over and did Vinnie Jones do Juggernaut Justice? Eh, no, shit, it, he did fine it was, for what they used him for. I mean, Multiple Man was kind of cool. The third the third one, in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, the third one was kind of corny. I feel like with First Class, they really like dialed it back and gave us something that was yeah, interesting re- and fun it was, to like, it was like a reboot. To, we're not going to tell you All shitting. I remember of First Class is how awesome Magneto was. Yep, well... And that's, that's the that's why all the, you that's all you need to remember. Well, that's that's why the, the film is good, though. That's kind of the only thing I remember from the third one too was Magneto uplifting the Golden Gate Bridge to decide that I'm just going to take this to Alcatraz. You know, right, but also, to me, any film I can go. There's only one reason why I like the film. Like, there's bad shit. You can't. It's yeah. not all good. It's the whole thing. The whole I, cookie. I, I, my my only statement is on a whole compared to the first and the second one. I thought the first and the second one were better. I didn't think the third one was that good. That we can agree with. Um, but I, I felt like with First Class and then with the Days of Future Past, which I was not super looking forward to, I thought they did a pretty decent job. I thought all in all, it was an entertaining movie. And, you know, I'm sure Age of Apocalypse is either going to be really fucking awesome or it's just Apocalypse. Fucking, it's going to be amazing. And first, I thought it was going to be shitty because Apocalypse sucked until I saw the final. Yeah, they actually supposedly they they changed his appearance because of people's backlash, yeah. or they were just showing us stuff that wasn't done. Yeah, I have a depending on who it you talk to. More like we're kind of okay. Well, what they went to the special effects department. Like, okay, what you guys got done? We got to pop a trailer out, and they're like, "Well, here's what we got. <laughs> here's what we got. Here's what we got." <laughs> Sorry, guys. so far here it is. Make it so, happen. but I mean, like so far, I mean, I think Fox really has a whole. They do definitely have a tentative grasp. On the X-Men franchise due to the fact that Deadpool has now made more money than the first three Iron Man movies. Than most movies. Than most movies, Deadpool yes. in history has made the largest grossing film period right now. Which I kind of like because that's sort of, op- it's definitely opened the door for more R-rated, mature, I don't know that it did that. I don't movies. know how many could do that. Like, Ryan Reynolds was born. He was born to play Deadpool. Like, the argument was Deadpool came out of nothing. It was a spinoff of, you know, uh, the, the DC uh, mercenary whose name I can't remember. Deadstroke. Dead, Deathstroke. Sure, I'll give that to you. But Ryan Reynolds was born to be the sarcastic, witty Deadpool, period, that we all know and yeah. love. That is the best casting known to man. Well, I know it's just the fact that, it's the, fact that the movie itself has sort of opened the doors now to be like, well, from a, from a financial just numbers standpoint, it now makes R-rated superhero movies okay. Yeah. Like, clearly there's an audience for it. Clearly there's a market for it. So, because, I mean, even right now, DC Animated is releasing The Killing Joke yeah. as an R-rated film, which I think is, which is really the only way you can tell that story. And here's the thing. Like, it's it's fantastic that it did it, and it's going to get the recognition for that. I agree with you. I really feel that you had to be an economic dumbass to not go that these have a dark side to them. Well, yeah. That, and, and they're that's, gonna have a final point. That's to it. really the point that that fucking people who are making movies, people who are in charge of fucking movie studios, have had for a really long time this conception that comic books are for kids. Yeah. And it's it's fucking adults that are going to see these movies. Because we were kids. Right. Th- and you catered is, to us. Now let us watch the adult right. version. When we were kids, we followed these characters. And as we grew, they grew too. 
So we're well capable of handling an adult-themed fucking superhero yeah. film. I mean, as long as it doesn't get like the cartoonish level of violence like they had with, <laughs> in my opinion, the end of sort of Kyle Rayner's Green Lantern character, where it was like, oh, he's got a girlfriend. Oh, something horrible is going to happen to him. And then you have sort of the trope now where you have the girlfriend that's right. in, well, the, in a refrigerator. And that, that's the thing that, <laughs> that these people that are in charge of green lighting movies have to realize that... Th- Part of the reason why Deadpool was successful, granted, great casting, but the people that made it, the writers and director, made a good movie front to back. Yeah. They didn't just go, let's fucking make it as an art. Yeah, they weren't just like, here's our concept, give us money. were also held hostage. Right. That movie got made because the fans said make it or else. Yep. Yeah, and that was very much like the fans will probably kick down your front door at 2 a.m., and haul you out to your front yard and burn you with the yeah. stake of this. The is truth of the matter is, is that Hollywood doesn't have to get paid. You make what I want to fucking watch, asshole, yeah. or you don't get my money. Done. Yeah, and that's that's. Uh, I, I think that it's going to be a while before we see like a Disney Marvel themed like R rated film. I would be actually surprised if they did such a thing. Disney has to fix Star Wars first. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> Fix Star Wars and we'll talk about your superhero bullshit. Well, I, that is an argument I am not going to get into. I don't know However, nearly enough I, about it, nor do I care. I mean, it's I, not I, fixed. you watched you didn't see the movie? No, I haven't seen okay. I haven't seen Force Awakens. So, I'm going to help you out real quick. Bottom line, stop having so many things hidden. When I watch a film, you reveal shit. Yeah. yeah. If you want it hidden, make an animated series. Make a film short. That's when you could be mysterious and wait till the film to hear something. But it, watching a film is this dude force sensitive or not? How come he can wield a lightsaber yeah. or not? Well, Why is this bitch weird and forgot some shit? How come she can learn some shit to take a Jedi years to remember no time? On a logical, sense. On a logical stance, I can agree with you. Having not seen the movies, I don't want to make a comment directly about it. Yeah. But but just for, as a movie viewer, yes, I agree. I also feel like there is a deliberate reason why they're doing that. And... I don't necessarily care for it, but I understand why they're doing that. And All that's, I'm saying that's to make sequels. They may yeah. fix it in the next film, but right now, I, I del- I'm happy. I didn't go and see it the first time it came out like I wanted to. To note, every single Star Wars ever came out, my family has made sure I was at. Like, well, let me rephrase this: Return of the Jedi was the first film I, I saw of Star Wars, and my dad took me to it, right. and I saw it the night it came out, and he wanted to see it years ago. It's the first memory I have of a movie theater. It was a great time. But then every Star Wars that's came out since then, it's been a thing for me. Reminds me of my, you know, me rest in peace father. But I was like, cool, I'm going to go see when it comes out because it reminds me of that time. Except they were getting like less and less what I expected. And then when I heard Disney took it, everybody said Disney's amazing. Look what they've done with some other shit. They're going to do dead. Okay, cool. And something in me said, hold, hold back. <laughs> I'm glad I held back. I, now, granted, I didn't mean I'd gone opening night. I went like after it was out for a month. But did you enjoy it? When I went and saw it, No. It's it's not it wasn't a joy. It was like I'm watching this in the hopes that the second one's Bioware gives me joy. <laughs> Bioware shorts for their video game online for Swotor. Um, it was amazing. It's always amazing. That gives me joy. I want to see those characters developed and their awesome stories, and that would be amazing. What I'm seeing now is sort of like boy meets girl who might be a Jedi. Oh, she's a Jedi god, maybe. Related to Luke, may not be related to Luke. We don't know. It felt like literally this film was what they released to a... Like like if they had... If this is the first film they ever made of Star Wars, they were releasing to see what fans took to. To see what they were looking for and what they wanted to see. So they were listening to all this hype and all these arguments and bitching. And were taking it as sort of a media poll. 
And then, then they're going to decide what direction to go with the story based on the popular things that people wanted. And I'm like, you can't do that after it's film number eight. Right. Tell a fucking good story. Stop jerking I, the me only, off. The only thing that I wish that uh, we could get from a Star Wars film is a film that is not directly involved with like the Skywalker family. Yeah. It's a fucking universe. Yeah, but Nate, here's well, the that, thing that, that makes you thing even that kind of bugged me about the the new one. It was the fact that it was like, oh, now it's a thing that can blow up whole solar systems and it's planet sized. But ignore that. But ignore that. Literally, you get that. That's been sort of what their thing is. What else is there? The truth be told, if one country made an atomic bomb that didn't work out, the next country should make an atomic bomb that would be improved that could work out. That doesn't bother me. That's an advancement to war. It's just sort of how it is. What bothers me is you had a guy called Jedi Killer. That's his name. The Knights of Ren. Ren, yes, is a fallen Jedi, but he has soldiers, and these personal elite soldiers are called the Knights of Ren. And these Knights of Ren are supposed to be badasses that helped him kill all these Jedis. It was not Ren alone who went at uh, Skywalker's Academy. He had men that went with him to help kill them. And more importantly, there's one guy that's apparently, he can only use the Force when he's killing a Jedi. Something like that. And he's called the Jedi Killer. And then Hollywood scrapped it and said, no, that's Ren. That's who Ren is. That's his story. Sure. He was called the Jedi killer after he fell because it was supposed to be a negative connotation to what he did. And I'm like, that's awesome. Then why isn't that his fucking story? Why are we hooked in the fact that he wants to be the new Darth Vader? And it's like, I, you know, he wants to be the new Sith Lord. Valid. Why does he have to be the new fucking Vader? Yeah. Make it new. Which fresh. I feel is what they're building up to in the next one. I mean, he's not going to be the new Vader, but... Given like the injuries he sustained at the end of Force Awakens, I could definitely see him having some sort of augmentic pseudo Vader esque. He's gonna some yeah. sort of breathing problem requiring an inhaler. <laughs> <laughs> and by the inhaler, we mean some sort of elaborate helmet that doesn't look like a chipmunk. All right, so moving right along, we've shit on Star Wars and alienated everyone, and that's fine. Thanks uh, for still listening. <laughs> let's uh, let, let's let's talk about uh, some Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones comes out. Tonight. Yeah, tonight. Yeah, actually, tonight. I think it's mm. playing as now. we speak. Oh boy! Uh, but that's what I'm HBO Go is for. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, HBO Go. It's, oh well, it's a thing. That's a thing. I know. Yeah, uh, and they'll probably play it ten fucking times on HBO between now and tomorrow. So I don't think you're really going to miss Although, out. Although, to be honest, this is just me. I'm more excited about the third season of Penny Dreadful than I am for Game of Thrones. I, First off, but that's Showtime, and I don't get my hands on no. it. Exactly. Uh, I've so, never heard of this, and I don't know what Kevin M. Poor, any words that come out of my mouth regarding Game of Thrones. Penny Dreadful is amazing, but Game of Thrones it's Game, of, Game Thrones. of Thrones. So uh, Game of Thrones ended last season with Jon Snow dying, apparently dying. Dead. Uh where do we think we're going? I think Jon Snow uh, gets resurrected because he's a he's a warg. The fact that he bonded with his wolf, he has an enhanced version of healing or at least sustaining his own life based on that. Some mystical way to keep it going. And the fact is that Jon Snow isn't really dead. He's sleeping, a dormant state, much like a pearl diver in China would do. If he went down and didn't quite drown after the five-minute mark, they bring him out and he's there. And I think this, this evil red bitch comes over and tries to take credit for resurrecting him, and all she did was reply mud in the right places because she's a partially trained maester. And so she's able to bring him back and do that. And that, that is viable versus the ways I've heard. Which one way is that the red bitch comes and burns him and he resurrects himself because he can't be burned to death because he's a Targaryen. Yes. He's, he's, he's Jon Snow Jesus. 
You know, he's, 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 I love dragon dick. He, he, is, he is the theory is he is the child of uh, fucking um, uh, Baratheon's love. Yeah. Uh, Ned Stark's sister. Yeah. Yeah. Ned Stark's sister I and owe. and the, the Baratheon. Uh, or the Targaryen king. Thing, apparently. Well, because the theory is, is that when she got kid, everybody thought she got kidnapped. She didn't get kidnapped. She ran away with the Targaryen king's son, which would be Prince Targaryen. Ran away with him, and they had a child, and that child was Jon Snow. And the fact is, is that when Baratheon led his war, her husband had to meet him in war and lost to Robert Baratheon. But Robert Baratheon can't take a breakup because he's a fat pig, and he can't handle that to his ego. So he smashed old boy, and Jon Snow's sister, or excuse me, um, Ed Stark's sister made Ed promise to not tell anyone whose kid it is so Robert didn't kill him and to take him as his own. And so Ned Stark takes Jon Snow and is his own son and goes home. He's blood. Ned Stark, you could see him doing that, except it's so far fucking fetched as to believe is to be fuck you. Right. Well, my, my money's riding on the fact that the next actual... You know, Game of Thrones novel to come out from George R. R. Martin is actually going to mirror this season because he's sort of just like, yeah, I'm totally writing it in quotation marks as he's watching <laughs> the HBO series. Yeah, I, I, uh, I don't. Who knows? Uh, I don't really care about the books because uh, you know I haven't read the books. Shut your books. mouth. I don't, I don't really give a shit at this point. It's his. Yeah, there's and, no Game and, of Thrones and, without him, you know, and that's fair. But th- they're they're taking different paths now. They the, the fact that we saw. Jon Snow die, maybe? That's that's different. Need I remind you what they did to True Blood? When uh, you deviate from the author, you get what happened to True Blood, Nate. No, that that's when you 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 didn't read the True Blood books. No, I didn't. Which They're, weren't even the True Blood. They were called the Stucky Sackhouse Mysteries. I don't They're care. Fucking awful. Right, it might have been awful. They are but we awful. did did we not like Eric? Eric was awesome. We watched it for it. Yeah, but that wasn't we the author Eric of the books. Sire, and that was cool. That wasn't the author of the books. But it's right. It was. It, hey, it what was I'm HBO. saying is, <laughs> is that the author of the books gave them carte blanche to make better, and and they did, and it was still awful. Right, but when the author's out of the mix and they're just making it up out of the fly, I don't think I don't think uh, George R. R. Martin's out of the mix. I think he's still like sort of like what a, I mean by out of the mix is that they did they don't they don't have the book. To deviate and make better, right? Well, they don't. Yeah, they don't have the. They don't have anything, so they're they're making it up as they go. It's a fact of life that the pioneer is not going to make the best model. It's going to be those we stand in the shoulders of giants. That's the truth. Yeah, someone has to step forth and put a pioneered model for the better version to come out. And and unfortunately, the moment that we rely on Hollywood to be the better version, we're going to get cocksucking. Well, it's not always a bad thing. Cocksucking kind of rules. <laughs> you know, it depends on who there. it is. Right. It depends on who's giving them out. Sometimes and, uh, they have braces and it's their first time. Ooh. I'm just saying. Yeah. 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 Sometimes it is that. Not flashing back to high school or anything. Just saying. <laughs> I told her what to do and she still fucked it up. That's all I'm saying. So, yeah. My, my theory on this season or the future of Game of Thrones is uh, Jon Snow's not dead. Don't know how. Don't really care how. Uh, and he meets up with uh, Queen fucking whatever her name is, mm-hmm. and uh, th- they get together and fight off the horde of snow people. Well, um, one of my favorite actors, Ian McShane, is actually cast in this season. And for those of you who don't know who Ian McShane is, he also played um, everybody's favorite Bart owner on Deadwood 
in addition to uh, Blackbeard the Pirate and a certain Pirates of the Caribbean. Engine. Yes. But uh, apparently he's been cast as some sort of priest, maybe. But um, he actually released a whole bunch of spoilers, and then when everybody cried about it, he just responded, hey, the show is basically dragons and tits, so why are you complaining? <laughs> that guy's a god. The show is dragons and tits. Are you? I just summoned another drink, and I did it by an ancient ritual of flicking the glass. Somehow the magical barman will bring me my next drink. Which is me, by the way. I'm the magical barman. It's a power no Lannister's ever had. No Targaryen ever had that ability, because I am of the House of Lombard. So would that make, like, what, like Thorndale the Wall? And then <laughs> I'm from beyond the Wall? Or That's correct. You were a wildling, Chris, but I'm okay. And I'm better than Jon Snow. I can see the advantage to a wildling lord. For those of you who don't know that uh, Thorndale's a road that differentiates where I'm from from where they're from. I thought Thorndale was the place that didn't escape Cthulhu. <laughs> San Francisco cocksucker! We try to leave him out of this, though. He goes, ah, somewhere there's 40 virgins for you. Oh, boy. I'm told you have to die to get there, though. Gen virgins, because I don't really listen. Feel like I got the email, I signed up for it. I even donated a dollar. So you, just, you have rights. I just don't feel like running a game for them. <laughs> show up with all their stuff. I just want to know why there's not porno regarding Game of Thrones or the game of porn or well, the game of bones. I don't know. If there, there might be because you know, kind of that whole porn parody thing is very obscure. You are wrong, and there is. Well, I know because I mean, there was that whole like Batman v Superman porn parody, which was just gay porn of just some dude dressed up as Batman railing a dude dressed up as Superman. Yes, there is. Uh, I I will be able to tell you in a moment. I think what the actual title of said porno is, because I have seen it with mine own eyes. Oh my. Not the actual porn, just the cover of it. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't care for porn that's a fucking parody of things that aren't porn. <laughs> it's just not, it's not a thing that does it for me. I like fucking, but not thematic fucking. Oh, so you don't like people in weird costumes? You just no, I just like, like fucking. Right, it's just like, oh, I just want to watch fucking Game of Thrones. What is this? It's, I think it's called Game of Bones, I actually. I it is called Game of fucking, Bones, yes. Did I guess the name of the porn? I think you did. I mean, well, I think it kind of writes itself. Yeah, I mean, we could we could write a Game of Thrones porn right the fuck now. I think it's easy. It, 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 we could write the porn for anything right now. It's not... I mean, I think with the name like Game of Thrones, as soon as you're like, well, what kind of sexual connotation rhymes with Thrones? It's sort of like we can't. We have like Game of Labias because that'd be weird. <laughs> the Game of Labias because nobody knows because you have to. Eighty percent of your audience doesn't know what that is. Game yeah, of Hose. Game of Hose. There we go. Then it becomes too ethnic. <laughs> well, I don't know. And then so that intro, you know, it'd be like fucking auto tune. Yes, it's called Game of Bones. Winter is coming. There you go. Released by Zero Tolerance. Wow. Yes, you can look it up on woodrocket.com. Hmm. Distributed by Zero Tolerance, directed by Lee Roy Myers. Now, is that wood as in W-O-O-D or W-O-U-L-D? No, W-O-O-D, rocket, R-O-C-K-E-T. rocket would be like question Game of Bones, Winter is Coming, distributed by Zero Tolerance. And, uh, they, they, you know, they did it. They even have a midget in it, so... Well, you it's got to. something for everyone. Nee. And that guy was clearly typecast. Nee, nee, nee. Nee, 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 nee. 
Yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, they they invested in costumes and everything. And condoms. I mean, it's going to be yeah. great. Yeah. Well, if they if they filmed it in L.A., definitely. But if not, no condoms. That's why most porn is done in Miami now. They don't have strict condom rules. Yep. That's kind of dumb. Well, apparently people don't like to watch other people fuck with condoms on. I don't know why. I don't, yeah, I don't really. Yeah, I mean, doesn't, doesn't, who cares? Perverts. You're yeah, not there weirdos. to see. I hate to be graphic. You're not there to see the in, the, the peen going to hang. Some people are. It's, and those people need to get a life. Like, if you've ever had sex, there's no mystery. You know what that is. Yeah. Uh, you know, well, it's, you some know. of those people probably haven't had sex. Jesus. (laughs) Or maybe their fantasy is to raw dog, but they don't because I I don't know. It's fucking silly. Their fantasy is to raw dog. (laughs) I would love it if I could get a chick pregnant. I just want to come inside. Okay. I just want to feel like to come inside. Never, never talk about that again. Ever. Put that in the vault of subjects. Yeah. Be see the light of day. So. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Check it out. Game of Pwn- Bones. Bones. Game Bones? of Pwns. No. Don't, don't pro- do not check it out. I'm <laughs> not, just saying. It's not, not check it out because they might not, not I was give being, a sponsor. I was being a schmuck when I said I can't there, believe there's not a porn. Hopefully there, there never was. And of course there is. There, that's a, well, what is that? What is that, that rule? rule? The internet. Internet is, is rule 34. Yeah, it's R34 of the internet if, the, if it exists. Porn if it exists. So. Yep. There's a, there's a uh, World of Warcraft porn parody yeah i've actually watched oh because i'm a serious? piece of shit yes i am serious do you know what makes it world of warcraft oh the chick wears elf ears prosthetic elf ears yeah kind of figured prosthetic elf ears that's it what that's, that's really retarded. yeah some chain mail prosthetic elf ears and i think someone wears a very shitty orc costume i demand more out of my Warcraft i think i porn. actually read something about this on somethingawful.com <laughs> I have a copy of it on my computer, Al. Speaking of something awful Keep about Counter Release, never the, Warcraft, the Warcraft movie is going to be on awful.com after it gets released. Yeah, it's going to be uh, uh, unironically on something awful.com. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm probably not going to see it until it comes out on Netflix. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm probably never going to see it ever. Right. Well, I remember in my youth playing actually like Warcraft the game but before it became the MMO. When it was uh-huh. exciting and you were playing it. That's when you would have saw the movie, right? Yeah, absolutely. I'm just kind of viewing it as like a 160 minute cutscene from Blizzard. Yeah, uh, and I have no interest in that. I'm viewing it as a day late <laughs> and a dollar short. I'm not even playing the game because no, I lost no. interest. Uh, the, the, the game has been out for well over 10 years. The yeah. only way Warcraft becomes interesting is if it comes to the Xbox One and I can play using my controller and all my friends have to play it. Yeah, you're just, uh, it's that's never going to happen, thankfully. And because it's not. No, I find Fuck that it. game utterly fucking boring. I have no interest in it. They could come to my house, offer me a bag full of blowjobs, and I would be like, no, I don't want those. A I whole bag. A bag of them. Like a fucking Santa Claus sack. A Santa Claus sack of BJs. Yeah, and I'd be like, no, I just feel slimy and creepy, and also this is going to get boring after the first two or three times I do it. Yeah, as soon as and I'm talking about the game, beer. not the blowjobs. Eat a sack of dicks. I don't want to undo your chicks. Nope. Don't don't care. I don't care how, you know, it's like I, every time I fucking hear about it, it sort of like revolves back into the fucking the the uh, the conversation. What if they and promise to use a mint? I, I know. I don't. I don't. That doesn't even sound appealing to me. I've never had anyone put a mint in their mouth and then put my penis in I their mouth. I wasn't. It was for it. the after effect when undoubtedly they want to talk to you about the game they want you to play. My penis smells great. I'm not worried about bad breath. 
<laughs> More you know. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have a sour milk stench to mine. I don't think. I don't but, think you, know, you hey, should wonder about so, that. So, I mean, anyway, clean down there, no. you would know. Every time that that uh, Warcraft World of Warcraft comes back into the conversation, so invariably. <laughs> <laughs> and invariably the conversation includes like hey they're giving you five level 90 characters and a fucking cadre of pets to jerk off and i'm like no don't still don't care what we're saying is the people still working on warcraft are to be looking for a new job or a different project now, and you know what there's probably plenty of people that love it enjoy it and i call those people dummies and i apologize they are it's called overwatch there it's already coming so that's yeah. Having played the beta for that, though, it is fun, but I don't see it having the staying power because sort of like I don't uh, even know what that is. Um, Overwatch, it's sort of like a, it's going to be a first person shooter. Sort of a thing where it's like, you know, pick your character and then you do PVP with that character. But so I have like a feeling Destiny? it's going to turn into because um, they had Heroes of the Storm, which they released a couple of years ago, which was like their it was like their dota ripoff which is defense of the ancients but due to the fact that dota was originally just a product runoff of warcraft the yeah. the rts computer game so they had heroes of the storm which was where they were okay we we're going to take you know the characters from our various products and put them in sort of this video game where they have to you know go do and knock over a tower and whatnot and that really hasn't been doing a whole lot for them so now they have you know Overwatch, which is their sort of foray into this sort of first-person shooter PvP sort of experience where you have a character. They're trying to have lightning strike twice. Exactly. Yeah, you're probably not going to find another game that has the staying power of World of Warcraft, which is befuddling to me because I played World of Warcraft for about three weeks, and I was like, this is boring shit. I don't ever want to play it again. So uh, clearly I am not their key demographic. To be you. fair, you play games where, well, it's you. Yeah. Because my logic is this. If I'm going to play a game by myself and grind out levels, I might as well not have to pay 12 bucks a month to do it. I could just buy a fucking one-player game. Because I just can't keep up with everybody else's grinding out the levels and getting the fucking... I don't want to play a game for 60 or 70 or 80 levels to get to end game content. Right. I There should be something in the game as i play it that's more entertaining than run here collect 10 of these run back run here kill 10 of these run back that's just not entertaining to me and i'm sure it is for some people and i don't begrudge them of that i just don't get it i just don't find it entertaining you know whatever the fuck you want to do whatever your fancy is great i don't care but i just don't get it it just doesn't appeal to me so yeah world of warcraft don't care movie care less mm -hmm. so <laughs> what else is new prince died well, I, I, have a, I have a feeling that the whole world he of did. warcraft movie is going to go the same way as like that final fantasy movie they released the only way i knew that prince died though was that there was a bunch of doves crying near the park i was walking by oh. and it rained purple it, it oh. did rain purple this little red corvette crash and then i felt like i would i would go crazy you know let's go crazy and wear your raspberry beret i i wanted to wear it raspberry beret <laughs> yeah so prince died uh that's the thing mm -hmm. was killed by a white bitch i'm telling you and by white bitch we probably mean the mileage not the age and uh yeah so um did you play the the doom demo 
Yeah. Was it any good? No. <laughs> so Doom Beta. It said Doom Beta. Bob, please play. You bought this two years ago. Have fun. All right. I jump into Doom Beta. It's going to be a gory game, but they did one thing. They sold me on owning the game campaign. Because Doom Forever said this. Why the fuck would you want to run around and shoot a bunch of people when we just put you through hell as a soldier with hell knights and floating heads and exploding firestorms and satanic rituals and hordes and hordes of demons that you're trying to survive? Why the fuck was that not enough? And you want to now go fight people online that are other soldiers in a bloody environment. I don't understand. So that's exactly what the beta gave. It was like, here's a bloody little area with some half-ass ritual. Shoot each other with shotguns. There you go. <laughs> There's the beta. Why? Because they don't give a fuck about that multiplayer shit. And I love them for it. Back when games were games, you had Doom. And Doom was dark. It was chthonic. It was, it was insane with all the shit you had to do. It said that you're a normal soldier... People fucked around with shit they shouldn't have, and science was trying to find another dimension and dimensional travel, and, and, and oh, they found another place. They found hell. And hell opened up and swallowed the people who were fucking with the project, and you're the shitty-ass marine assigned that day to, to, to go die. You were supposed to defend them, and now it's you're fighting for your very soul. And guess what? If it follows the franchise of previous dunes, you, dooms, you don't make it. You fight as hard as you can, and you get stuck in some pocket of hell where the assumption is you're eternally at war. Thus, you're in hell. Deal with it. So the Doom beta was a multiplayer beta? Multiplayer beta. It was me that versus whoever had it. Yeah, because normally that's the thing nowadays where they don't really care too much. They don't release a multi, uh, like a beta version for the uh, single player. It's all about multiplayer. I don't. They did the same thing with uh, Halo 5 Guardians. I, I'm, not, I'm not about that. I'm not. I'm definitely not all about that. I don't. I don't. Although I did hear one thing that actually interests me, that potentially, supposedly, maybe uh, they're releasing a uh, remastered version of Modern Warfare Two for the Xbox One and PlayStation Four. That would be kind of cool. Which I'm actually excited about. I found uh, Modern Warfare Two to be quite fucking enjoyable, and uh, it's probably my favorite Modern Warfare game out of the series. And uh, if they re-release that, or you know, made it playable for the Xbox One. I might have to get back into some Call of Duty. Mm -hmm. That might be a thing. Indeed. And hopefully it's not like fucking uh, uh, fucking Halo 3 was. The fucking remaster fucking couldn't play online for six months. Fucking bag of shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not all about that. I don't know. I've kind of like, I've gotten tired of the whole multiplayer thing, but I wouldn't mind going back to something that I knew and enjoyed and I was, you know, not great at, but pretty good at. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the single player storyline was actually fairly awesome throughout the Modern Warfare's. Yeah, they're short though. Well, yeah, it's short, but there's, I mean, the, well, I mean, even the replay can't because it's basically just like a like a line, like a rail shooter. Like, okay, yeah. run from one room to another and just shoot whatever right. comes at yeah. you. Yeah, I don't, uh, don't get. I don't. I never played any of those games for the campaigns. Which but, one? Halo? Uh, no, not Halo. Oh, uh, Warfare. Call of Duties and shit like that. Oh, the camp you never played the campaigns? I mean, I did, but I didn't buy them for that. I bought them to play with my friends. Man, like, you need to reverse that. Their I campaigns just, are the reason to have it. They're short, though. They're supposed to be, because they're movies. But they're $60 oh, games. Oh, can I talk to you about Metal Gear? Yes, you can. Talk to you about Metal Gear? Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> Metal Gear, 
uh, The Phantom Pain is a hot release that came out months ago, right? It was one of the launch titles that got delayed for Xbox One, and it was worth the fucking wait. I mean, this game is about tactical espionage, but it literally puts the control in the palm of your hands. You're responsible for building a... The story's about Solid Snake, who has had a revolution, right? Kojima, Hideo Kojima is the producer, director, the writer for the whole Metal Gear Solid series, and he doesn't fail. And if you don't know, Konami and Kojima had a had a come to Jesus meeting where they were like, listen, Metal Gear's getting old, like you need to move on to other stuff. And he was like, listen, Konami isn't shit without me because we no longer put quarters in machines to play video games. What? So figure it the fuck out. And so Kojima wins this argument and they give him his own studio within Konami. And so he makes the final version of, of the Phantom Pain, but he gets to do what he wanted to do. So you're playing a game made by an by the artist in the world that he made playing the missions that he wanted to have in there. And it's up to you as to how that goes, meaning what, what guys you grab, how good you are, what have you. And before you think this is something like the old school Tenchu games where you had to be stealthy and ninja-like, you can be that, or you can research some fucking grenade launchers and go in and raise hell and accomplish the mission as well. Don't get as good of a rating, but it's fun. But the point is, stealth is key, but on the Xbox One, it's so fast Graphics are so good and so smooth, you don't have you don't you're not concerned about how long it takes to sneak up on a guy. It's basically based on your nerve as to how soon you're able to go and take someone down. Then when an alert goes off, it doesn't just automatically reset you to the checkpoint because you suck. If you're not patient or not good hiding in a shadow and dodging an enemy, you can go all Rambo and Terminator like and destroy this level, and you'll still pass it, you'll still progress, and you'll still get shit done. And why I like it. The concept of Snake has always been that he's a mercenary. He's actually the god of mercenaries. And as you expect, it takes the idea of if the governments create an organization of mercenaries that have been hired out by other nations, who are they loyal to? Well, they're loyal to the highest dollar is what it comes down to, i.e. they're loyal to themselves. And the organization that Snake belongs to, he's called the Big Boss, and that's awesome Japanese flavor for those of you who don't know. And I love that Kojima is a part of that. And the big boss is their understanding of what Americans relate to as being the guy in charge. And seeing as Snake is an American, naturally you're the big boss. And what's cool about this is that as the big boss, everything, you literally have an entire game that's begging you to play it and continue to play it because they need to win. All eyes are on you. Everyone's trying to kill you. But you're freaking solid Snake. You're Snake. You're, you're the boss, man. You're down there owning people in the middle of Afghanistan, stealthing in a desert. And what I mean by stealth, camouflage matters. You have to research your camo to be able to hide in plain sight in the middle of the day. Do some cool shit like that. And sneak up on a whole entire encampment of people, end them, and then progress forward. On top of it, the plot, which they don't explain, and Dale does an amazing job of doing this initially. I haven't beat the game yet. I'm actually about, actually truly... I've played two days worth. I'm only 10% into the game. So obviously there's a lot of this to go through, but there's this mysterious group that's using like psychics to come after you. And it's because that's the next evolution beyond technology. We have pushed the body beyond its means and we've created these sort of super beings and they all have a fundamental weakness and your only ability so far, because you haven't discovered enough about them yet is to run from them. And it is so epic. It's like, I've even heard Nate describe it. When I'm playing this game, it's watching a movie. 
every cutscene's like sit back, put the controller down, grab your popcorn, enjoy what happens, enjoy what's going on. And it's the first game I've played in a long time that's combined what I liked about an old version of a game, which was move through and enjoy the story, and new version where the controls are controls you can understand, they're easy to get, they're fun to use, there's no slow cut screens, there's no bullshit fucking waiting, there's no frustration with the equipment you get, because it's all about you and what you chose for the tactical mission. Which makes this an A++, or in the Japanese vernacular, an S rating game. Mm-hmm. Why is there an S rating? Well, this even the fact that the Phantom Pain is sort of the capstone on the whole Metal Gear series. It's the last game that they're going to make, which if you actually look at the history of the Metal Gear series, the ending of this game is where the beginning of the first Metal Gear game begins. Mm. Back like in the old days of the SNES, where it was you were just Snake, and you're like, hey, go sneak into the Diamond Dogs base in Africa and go deal with some stuff. And then after that, then you had like Metal Gear Solid and then Sons of the Patriots and blah, 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 blah. So here we are now where it's sort of explaining a lot of what le- what's leading up to the beginning of the series. Because having been someone who has played Metal Gear Solid back on PlayStation and then working my way up to, you know, Sons of the Patriots, Snake Eater, so on and so forth, the Phantom Pain is sort of the capstone, the final, okay, now everything sort of makes sense. Here's why, here's what it is. Um, I immensely enjoyed the Phantom Pain, yeah. uh, especially the fact because I've been playing Metal Gear Solid for so goddamn long. It's like, <laughs> oh, finally, now things are starting to make sense. It's, um, I mean, some of the, some of the, st- especially as the fact that I myself, because, you know, my gamer tag is Spy Guy. I'm very much into the whole espionage sort of everything that happened in Afghanistan is sort of based off of historical events. So the whole like fulsome pickup thing was something the CIA actually invented to get operatives out of the shit. You snake daddy. And what's the fulsome again? Uh, The fulsome again is where literally it's this harness that you wear and then it has sort of this inflatable balloon on it. And when you inflate the balloon, the balloon picks you up and then somewhere up in the ether, up in the atmosphere, there is a plane with this giant sort of grabbing device that like a grabbing hook grabs onto the skyness, the sky hook that just sort of grabs you like uh, Uh, those of you that have watched the Dark Knight. Yes, the Dark Knight. That's where that's what he uses to get out of Hong Kong, which is awesome. Yes. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, I, a goat, I've, Nate. Goat. I've captured a goat and took him out with the Folsom system. Well, everyone needs meat. It was great. Yeah, I uh, I have the last game that I played that was a Metal Gear game was Metal Metal Gear Solid, which was on the PlayStation. Same one I did, and I played it for about us. ten minutes because I sucked fat balls. So <laughs> I am not good at stealth. Did have a bit of a learning games. curve? Did that not, smell like curdled milk? Is that where you get that from? It did smell a little bit like cottage cheese milk. Okay, like, sorry. Like lemon chocolate. Like lemon chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> to use the parlance of our times. Um, but yeah, I was never good at them. I'm not good at stealth games. I am a bumbling buffoon in real life and also in video games. In real life. <laughs> I, I couldn't sneak up on a fucking cup of warm piss. I, I couldn't. It's, it's just It would. The, the piss would be sitting there and it'd be like, Nate, are you trying to sneak up on me? And Nate would just shrug and be like, guess I am. Because you got me. You got me. Dead bang. Got me dead, dead bang. bang. Hey, Nate, when's your next day off? Wednesday. Okay. 
Why? We're watching Batman. Or I thought we were going to Utah. We're watching Batman. Why would we go to Utah? <laughs> yeah, what's in Utah exactly? Uh, Utes. I don't Utes, know. Utah? The fucking... Uh, the I've only ch- ever known you to travel for vagina, the so church that's not there, I'm not hey, interested. Hey, no, I don't, I'm not traveling for that. What am I, fucking 15? Come on. <laughs> it's like, that's like the only reason you do anything. I'm 35. No, I, I only do that because it's close. Utah's close for vagina? No, that's not why I want to go to Utah. <laughs> okay, why do you want to go to Utah? I don't. Uh, Nevada or whatever, Arizona, wh- wherever the UFOs are. Oh, you've yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's the desert somewhere. One of the square states. We need to go there. Full circles. One what of the square done. states. Yeah. So wait, we're watching Batman? Is that yeah, what we're watching uh, Batman trounce Superman to get killed by Doomsday. Oh, Batman v Superman. Yes. Right, to yes. get resurrected for the next film after yep. they form the Justice League and Wonder Woman jumps around with Great. her bloomers. Wonder Woman. <laughs> her bloomers. That's, uh, that's cool. So, yeah, they're, uh, they approved a... Uh, uh, Batman movie written and directed by uh, fucking what's his name? Wesley Snipes? No, no, the guy that played him. Fucking <laughs> the other guy that's not Matt Damon. Not Matt Damon. Matt Damon was teamed up with Ben Stiller. He, no, no, Benjamin Franklin. No, I don't know who it is. Benjamin trying, Buttons. Benjamin Buttons. Uh, Benjamin no. Buttons. Uh, there's Matt Damon and there's a ben dude who played Batman. Ben, ben Affleck. 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 Yeah, that's right. This, this Iron Maiden beer has seriously hampered my ability to. <laughs> You're drinking Iron Maiden beer, and I think Patron doesn't give a fuck. No, it doesn't. It's legitimately not giving a fuck. Like nope. Patron put me to sleep for 30 seconds, and now I'm live. Yep. You are live. Live. All right. Live and in, in charge. Yep. Larth and in Tharth. Well, I mean, I have I have good hopes for a Ben Affleck Batman movie because uh, I've heard that's really the only good part of the movie is Ben. Oh yeah, Ben Affleck does play a very ben good. Affleck. He plays a very good Batman. I mean, um, given the fact that my standard for Batman is Michael Keaton, um, I ben do Affleck, appreciate the eye contact that we make, but it makes it very difficult for the microphone to hear you because oh, your mouth okay, isn't at it. Um, so my, my standard for Batman is, uh, is Michael Keaton. And, um, I think Ben Affleck actually plays a very good Batman. Yeah. I must, I must shit on Michael Keaton. Everybody gives him credit. The reason why Michael Keaton played the way he did for Batman is because he had to focus on the brooding aspects of Batman because of the suit they put him in. Do you want to get crazy? He couldn't move. Yeah, he couldn't move. He couldn't move in the suit. It was super hot in it because this is where tech was at that time. And so Michael Keaton, in his own opinion, did a shitty job in the role because he couldn't. And then fans gave him the world Yeah, because of it. And I think it's much harder doing what Ben Affleck did. Affleck's great. This great guy does great things. Okay? Great stuff happens from him because he's friends with Matt Damon. And if Matt Damon's on the next film, Ben Affleck will fail. Matt Damon. Well, no, I mean, having seen some of his other di- uh, directorial movies like Argos, I really yeah. enjoyed. Well, he's he's won an Oscar, so yeah. he can so make I, a good fucking I, I movie. I really do think he will make a very good... Then how good, dare he star in films if he his, won an Oscar? His, his very good... I imagine his Batman movie will be ten times better than his Daredevil movie. Can you imagine how much money they fucking paid him to be in Batman versus Superman? Uh, probably enough a that... the record. It his, would probably feed all of the starving children for a while. Whoa. His Daredevil movie was bad. Uh, Whoa. That's debatable. It wasn't bad. If you're a <laughs> comic geek, I guess it was bad. But if you went to watch it to enjoy it for the action uh, film, it was. It was great. 
Was there action? Yes. Did yeah. it keep you engaged? Yes. Did it explain why Daredevil was Daredevil? Yes. Yeah. Did it not hit every nuance that every four-year-old who's watched Daredevil since inception ever hit? Let's just no. say it was critically panned. Let's just say critics are worth the shit in my stool. Um, <laughs> I think it was probably better than a Sci-Fi Channel Presents movie, but... It was, it was way better than a Sci-Fi Channel Presents film. Did we talk about the Inhumans getting pushed? Yeah, are you at Flacken? Yeah, we did. No, I just, I'm just moving on. Cause, oh, okay. Because Daredevil yeah, with Ben Affleck. humans got bumped. And I, then I, don't think, I don't think Daredevil with Ben Affleck was Ben Affleck's fault either. I think he did no. a fair job. I just don't think that the movie was really well written or well directed. And, I don't yeah. own it, which means I didn't exactly love it. I'm just saying yeah. it was fine. It was a movie no. that entertained me. No, I, 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 uh, I could take it Didn't keep me up at night? It. Didn't make my heart go a flutter, I but I didn't that, regret I th- the I think ticket. the show's better, so I'll just oh, say yeah, that. No, the, the that's my opinion. Better. No shit. The show's better. It has yeah. the fucking Punisher. Hello. <laughs> yeah, the show's Hello, better. Hello, McFly. Pin, the Kingpin's in it. And, and yeah, the fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, Private Pile does a great job playing the He Catholic. does. Delforio? Yeah. D'Onofrio? Vincent D'Onofrio. I'm drunk. D'Onofrio was amazing. Yes, I was quite surprised in the second season when they made pretty much an episode that was 90% him just taking over Rikers Island. It's fucking awesome, and I think we need to see more Kingpin, more Kingpin, more Kingpin. Yeah, I was really glad that The more scenes where Daredevil gets his ass whooped by Kingpin, the happier I am. Why? Because <laughs> I'm the fucking Kingpin and screw a blind guy. That's why. <laughs> You name a blind guy, I'll whoop his ass. That's how good it is, right? <laughs> but but that, if anything, that really just sort of separates the fact that Daredevil is more of a B-lister than Spider-Man, because I don't think Kingpin ever beat the shit out of Spider-Man. Uh, that's because Spider-Man has the uh, proportional strength and speed of a spider. As opposed to the Kingpin, who has the proportional strength and speed of a A guy that's Kingpin. like six foot five and 450 pounds. That's oh. that's oh. what he proportionally his strength is. Okay. <laughs> Spider-Man. Who, if not me, is the Kingpin. Look, Daredevil has a great uh, set of powers. Uh, well, yeah, he does. But let's face it, he's blind. And his senses, his senses allow him to see. Yeah, if anything... So his superpower is to not be blind. Yeah, I mean, if anything, what the second season of Daredevil taught me about Daredevil was the fact that his main weakness is ninjas. That's... that's Decades of reading his comic book should have taught you that. Yes. Yeah, I didn't want to point this out because I like Daredevil's series, but it was the fact that he picked up eventually. He could hear their weapons, but there were several guys that engaged him in hand-to-hand. He still beat them. Yeah. How did he do that? Well, because his superpower is to not be blind. Why? It's his fucking show. That's how he beat him. Because right. he said he can't see them. Right. He can't sense them. So because they're supposed to be dead ninjas. Because in. the Plot guy ruined the guy that teaches him, whose superpower name is the awesome stick. and aptly appro- stick stick. My name is Stick. Whom I have yet to see actually wield a stick. My name is Big Toe, because I've got a big toe, and I use it to kick you in the face. Like, I'm the branch. Really? Yes. I'm I am Shovel. Okay, great. That's what it's you better dig than holes? his name that should have been Witty Dick. Right. <laughs> yeah, the, cranky old man. I'm with Dick. The who guy, are you a cranky old man. You're in a war. The one who didn't hang himself to death while masturbating. But I love that you did it because David Carradine would have been a shoe in for the role. Right. <laughs> I'm he the Carradine who's still alive. Anyways, uh, enough shit on Daredevil. I thought it was a great show. It was a good show. We had a previous podcast yeah, the, the, that the, talked about it. it was the, awesome. So the comparison. But now that we're drunk and real, 
fine. It could have been right. better. The, the, yeah. the comparison between Spider-Man and Daredevil is not really much of a comparison because while Daredevil is a really well-trained dude who's ninja caliber, we'll yeah. just, we'll give him the full um, benefit of the doubt. He's ninja caliber, martial artist, badass. He's just eternally going to be a B-list. He's just a guy whose superpower is he's not so blind. Listeners, yeah. to review my superpower, which happens to be internal geekdom, I have a book that labels this power level. Daredevil is an enhanced human. Yes. While Spider-Man is a full-fledged superhero. Yes. Yeah. yes. And, and why is because if you're a superhero, if super is before hero, you are better than an enhanced human. Yep. Yeah. Spider-Man can lift fucking cars, whereas mm-hmm. Daredevil can get hit by them. There you so go. That, that's the main difference. Um, also, you know, as we, we shit on Spider-Man a lot here because some of us don't like him so much. Yeah, no, I'm uh, a big fan. I, I, I'm a fan from childhood. I'm quite excited to see him in Civil War. And I'm interested to see what Marvel now in sort of prime possession of that character. I am a little sad that Michael Keaton is now out of talks to play the villain for the new Spider-Man. Oh, is he really? I didn't hear that. He was in talks to play a villain. The they Vulture. They didn't say who. Well, fans basically painted him as the vulture because he's an old guy. Because we're right. Yeah. So, but I guess he's no longer in talks <laughs> to do it. He doesn't want to do it anymore. So, Spider-Man is only interesting to me because of the villains he had and by villains, Venom and Carnage. Yeah, cuz really more you, Carnage than anything else. If yeah. you kind of look at the whole pantheon of Spider-Man villains, it really is just Stiltman is not interesting. Who's a janitor that's dressed up in a costume to fight Spider-Man? He's got since 1965. I mean, there's only so many great ideas you're going to have for bad guys. I apologize, but then there's the other... I don't apologize, actually, but the other guy... Sorry I think slash not sorry? Yes. Sorry, hashtag bullshit, hashtag, hashtag eat not a dick. Sorry. That's what it is. Fuck yourself. Hashtag not sorry, right? Um, but the uh, the dude who flew around in the glider... Yeah, the goblin, goblin. Green Goblin. The Goblin green who goblin. became Hobgoblin, that was cool. Yeah. That was a little uh, ridiculous, but was still cool. Yeah, so Green Goblin, and then some other dude took up the mantle, became Hobgoblin. Yeah, but, and, there was and, also one called Demo Goblin. Well, Demo I, think, Goblin. I think the whole yeah, there Demo, was a, there Demo, was a good whatever. strain where Kingpin was literally just taking janitors and throwing them into costumes and throwing them at. Zoom. Yeah, pretty much. It, it was like that gave oh us man, the I had it. Yeah, that gave us the Hobgoblin. Most of these guys were just like petty thieves. Yeah, and then Kingpin was like, "Hey, you want a job?" And they're like, "Oh, it's the Kingpin." Sure. What's my job? And they're like, here's a costume. Go fight Spider-Man. Most of those guys, oh. the Punisher killed, too, which is really awesome. Amazing. Yeah. yeah how do you way. get rid of a rogues gallery of shitty villains, B-listers? You just have the Punisher kill them. That's how you put down there. Who's better, Spider-Man or Punisher? Let me tell you. One comic, Punisher takes care of all Spider-Man's problems. Yep. Done. And then so Spider-Man's many angsty about it for three more issues. Exactly. <laughs> so many B-listers. <laughs> we don't kill. Well, you know, we do, and I did. Uh, right, Frank Castle ends your series, buddy. Move on, yeah, have a normal yeah. life. We'll, we'll we'll get back to the mainstay villains. A little Sinister Six, a little Maximum Carnage action. Yeah, but uh, like a guy it. with a starfish head that's like, I shoot lightning. Yeah, right. Punisher yeah. shoots you. Yeah. You're yeah. Dead. Uh, right. yeah, no more, no more Electro. Thank you. No more Sandman. It's fucking. No more Stiltman. Get the fuck out of here. But they were colorful, and you know, you got to I mean, admit yeah, for the sixties co- and seventies, yeah, they were they were indicative of the series at the time because you have to look at comic books at the time too, where they were like, "Well, you can't kill anybody." Ooh. They were gnarly. Put all his villains on the raft, okay, or or put them in uh, whatever Craven Ravenloft, yeah. or the or the the Hank Pym built prison, which was really tiny. It was like the negative zone, or so I don't it know. Was made by Hank. It was, it was called the Big Don't get House. me started on Hank Pym. I, I do want to get I you wasn't started, get you started but I was merely mentioning the fact that Hank Pym built a prison, which was basically a tiny prison I, I filled do, with shrunken tiny prisoners. I do want to get you started on Hank Pym. Uh, you should probably get that fuck Hank Pym out of the way right away. Um, but I advise strongly seeing Ant-Man. I was well, pleasantly surprised by it. 
And I was even pleasantly surprised by the character of Hank Pym. Because we have to remember, there's a little bit of a separation of church and state here. There okay? is. The Hank Pym from the comic books, yeah, fuck him all day long. But the Hank Pym from the movies, who's kind of an old guy who used to be a hero, but now he's like... You take a super genius retired. philanthropist who creates a robot that's supposed mm -hmm. to defend the world, but he didn't think the AI would think to kill man. Right. Where's the super genius aspect of but, it? But that's the thing. In the, in the Marvel Hubris. Cinematic Universe, Hank Pym didn't fuck up like that. That was Iron Man. Yeah. That was Tony Stark. Tony Stark fucked up. And he owned it, and that's the reason why we have Civil War. Look, I'll watch your Marvel cinematic ant-man <laughs> and it better be everything it's, or you'll hear about it, it is, on the next look podcast. i'm not going to be like it's the fucking greatest movie ever made yeah. it's fun it's a good movie and it's fun and it's not hank pym playing ant-man hank pym is in the movie he's definitely a protagonist but he's not the main good guy all i'm saying it's, it's a heist film where That's this what I'm all say. came yeah. from is i watched the ant-man grow fucking 10 stories tall and tried to stop the Hulk, and he was defeated by Hulk's shoulder blocking As he his been. right knee. As he should have been. That's it. Yep. And it's like, you dumb fuck scientist didn't think about the fact that just because you're bigger and you're stronger, you're still vulnerable like a human. Yep. And he moves mountains when he gets mad with a hand slap, you right. fucking moron. The, 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 pr the problem for us as, as bonafide geeks is that there are so many different worlds that we have to kind of pay attention to. We have our comic book universe. We have our cartoon universe that's yeah. sort of vaguely based on the comic books. We have our movie universe that's also sort of vaguely based on the comic books, but it's telling its own story. So you can develop a hatred for a character in one, and then they just tell them differently in another one. And you're like, ah, well, I hate him, but not here. Okay. You know, so okay. yeah, he doesn't beat his wife or anything. He does... You know, well, well, I'll let you watch it. You can make your judgment, and we'll report back in yeah, a couple I mean, of days. Yeah, I mean, does have I some will. questionable plot holes, but I mean, what I'll go look oh, for yeah, it. it's full of plot holes. Don't, yeah. You can't talk yeah. about it. Yeah, no, just definitely just, not. I'll, I'll check it out. Definitely not, but it is a it is a Marvel superhero heist movie. Oh, yeah, okay. it's definitely a movie about we need to go steal some shit, and you can turn into the size of an ant to do it. Yeah, so in that sense, it's good. So, Although, um, did you see the Doctor Strange trailer? I, I actually I only saw parts of it. I did see it. I saw all the bitching and complaining about fucking Hilda Swinton or whatever her name is, playing an oh, Asian as, character. Oh, I was playing the, the master. Yeah, the one. which, whatever, fucking, I'll I'm shit sorry. in her mouth. I'm oh, sorry that, that it's not an Asian person. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, I, I, it could have been an Asian person had they decided an Asian person fit the I role. I mean, having yeah. seen her play, you know, Gabriel in did Constantine, you? which is really the only other comic book movie I've ever seen her in. I mean, I really, I, I mean, and, and having seen the trailer, what little she's in it, I mean, I really kind of, I mean, it's a Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, I, I have the, playing. I have the fault of white privilege. I can't, you know, yeah, I wish every person that was supposed to be Asian in a movie was cast by an Asian person. Yeah. But Did I, you I know not even an Asian would want an Asian in that role? No. I, okay, let me explain to you why. It doesn't pay any homage to their culture, where they come from, or whatever, other than it's Asian themed. Right, it's not There's legitimate Asian. Because why is Doctor Strange not Asian? According to Asian tradition, <laughs> Doctor Strange wouldn't have been a human. It wouldn't have been a hubristic surgeon that they took pity on. It would have been an Asian fucking student that because they have a tradition of passing it down regardless of who you are. That's just how it goes because it's about furthering their culture, I actually, their people, and their line, which nothing Americans know about. I, I don't... I don't know enough about Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange has not ever been a character that I've followed to any degree, but I know that there's like some Asian mysticism in it. But 
and, be fair, and philosophy and power. Is kind of a hard character to follow because ninety percent of everything he deals with is like completely out of the wheelhouse of rest of the Marvel universe. And let's face it, Asian movies right now in America, as far as they've come in, have been martial arts. Yeah, that's where yeah, it is. Or ancient history about their wars. It, it is really an old sort of mentality, which is all we've earned. Or they're anime. So until they decide to step up, yeah. and approach Hollywood with something where they're like, "Hey, listen, you know, don't you think it's time that we step in and blah blah blah?" Have our artists do that? And like, if they're equally at fault as much as Hollywood is. But if you want to right. ask my I, opinion, the person playing the role of the ancient, if you think a caster does not want an Asian to play the role of an Asian made character, like that's who it was in the comic, you're out of your mind. But the fact is, <laughs> who showed up for the part? If you had some Asian chick who sucks shit at acting, I'm not going to put her in the role just because she looks like she can fit. Instead, I'm going to mold it around the superstar that showed up that can do the role. I mean, that's that's definitely possible. Uh, I Not being a member of the Hollywood uh, casting culture, I didn't really know. Um, but I feel like it's a fucking comic book movie. Yeah. It's not, we're not telling the tale of Asia. We're telling the fucking tale of Doctor Strange and his vaguely Asian sort of origins. Origins. It's not, it's not, we're not telling the fucking tale of the Ming dynasty. Right. Not to sound dismissive, but we're not telling that fucking tale. And yes, I am fully behind Get as many Asians to play Asian characters as possible. Watch Genghis Khan on but it's Netflix. A, it's a fucking comic book movie. All the Asians yeah. you want. And 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 I, I, and I, feel, an the, I feel the series. same way about this ghost in the shell. One, yes. don't give a fuck enough about it. Not a fan of anime. But at the same time, it's a major Hollywood movie that's yeah. being released. And their belief, whether true or false, is that they need a Hollywood, a well-known Hollywood a-list actress to play that role. Fun fact: Watch Ghost in the Shell. Most of their characters are American-looking. Uh, that's that's including the, other thing. the main character they uh, casted. About anime characters, they're drawn in a very American style. Yeah. Not all of them. No, definitely not, not all of them. And like, but in Ghost in the Shell, they have distinctive Japanese, or I should say, Oriental looking uh, that's horrible i said that but asian, asian looking yeah. characters yeah, but the main orientals looks american yeah I, I she has purple hair i mean I don't, being, being a fan of the ghost in the shell and i'm probably like the only person in the room right now that no it's like you and me super, both so i mean i can understand why they would do it because of the fact that even if, if no one knew what if like if i say hey you want to go see this ghost in the shell movie well what's the movie about oh it's based off of some anime the fact that that's what you have to say 90 percent of people are be like i don't want to watch that you, but when you I say, said well, anime well, scarlet, yeah well, well that's what it's based on right you said anime and i'm already turned off i know but if i say hey you know scarlett johansson's in it people are like oh that's the chick who played black widow yep in the movies, and she was in that other movie. Right. Now, if you had, if you had the, uh, and forgive me again, because this is going to sound ignorant as shit, because I don't remember their names, but if you had like the actresses from like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, people mm -hmm. are not going to know their names. They're not yeah. going to recognize them, and and unfortunately. A lot of American audiences, if they Sam don't Long. have a frame of reference, are kind of fucking stupid. Well, yeah, that's kind of the thing. I mean, unless it has some like ridiculous awesome trailer, which I imagine goes to the show will. But it's the fact that you kind of need the fact that you're selling a story from that's not American based would be. I mean, I'm the, the way the best way I can sort of describe it is, is if Japan decided to make a movie about the Alamo, but with all Japanese characters, I could see them probably having a hard time selling that. Unless they had some guy that was from America that has like worked in a bunch of Japanese movies that they know who he is. And they're like, okay, well, he's going to be the main guy, and then everybody else is going to kind of, you know. So, 
Because, I mean, personally for me, I'm going to go see the Ghost in the Shell movie because I'm a huge fan of Ghost in the Shell. A lot of people I know are just like, well, I'm probably going to go see it because Scarlett Johansson's in it because she played an awesome Black Widow. And then she was in a couple other movies that I can't remember right now because I'm kind of lit. So there you go. Yeah, I just want to point this out because I'm a big fan of, of Asian films. In uh, Crouch, Tiger, Higgin, Jagan, you had Chow Yun-Fat. I was 100% right about that. Michelle Yao. Uh, Jiang, Jia, excuse me. Ji Yi Zhang, uh, which is amazing. And you had uh, Chan Chang uh, as the uh, Dark Cho. Lo Dark Cho was his actual name. And, of course, let's see another thing American audiences might realize it is. Well, our boy, um, our boy Donnie Yang is going to be in the new Star Wars movie. Donnie Yen is going to be in a Star Wars movie. And, by the way, that brings me to an important note. Did you know that he did a film with Mike Tyson? Well, yeah, it's not out yet. Right, but it's the It Man film, right? Yeah, it's It Man 3. Have you watched the promo films on YouTube about him going around with Mike Tyson to, to deliver them? Where Mike Tyson acts like that if it's Mike Tyson bringing Donnie into the world? Yeah. I fucking hate the fact that happened. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of Mike Tyson. Let me point, point this out to you. Him biting someone in a ring? I'm sorry, it's a fight? Fuck you. Grow a pair, take off the panties. Sure, it's boxing, it's supposed to be whatever, but f- eat a dick. You can end a dude. If a dude is close enough to bite your ear, it means you're not punching him hard enough. That's all I'm saying. And Mike Tyson's been a phenom since he was born. That guy, full of anger, full of rage, but he's a fighter. And Americans want a fighter and a warlord, and that's what Tyson is. Donnie Yen is a martial arts champion, a good guy, a proper soul. Balanced, amazing actor, great artist, great action guy, great cinema uh Great guy in cinema, charismatic. And to see him being forced to be with such a barbarian yeah. to promote a film, which is so opposite of him. Now, granted, do they get along? It seems that they get along, but it seems really that Donnie Yen is really polite. Yeah. And that's why he goes great with Mike Tyson. I think that's detestable because we know Donnie Yen here. Well, we know him we, from his We films. know him, but he's not really well known to American audiences. Yeah, fuck America. That's what I'm saying right here. <laughs> fuck America. Fuck the U.S. If you don't know Donnie Yen, you ain't worth shit. Watch some movies. Mike Mike Tyson is known internationally. Mike Tyson's known because Americans like fucking niggas who punch people unconscious. That's why. I I cannot comment on that. I'm commenting on that because I'm (laughs) drunk. And more importantly, Donnie Yen's an amazing fighter. He's an amazing artist. I agree with you. An amazing actor. And he's done a ton of films that we've seen here in this house. He's done some of the best martial arts films in the last... 20 years i I do not i cannot disagree with you on that so it's a level of ignorance that america can have towards their audience that if it wasn't an american then it must have been shit and the fact is that's a false fucking statement i I think that most people most average moviegoers only know donnie yen as the bad guy in one of the shanghai noon movies or whatever the fuck it was a fucking movie with uh jackie chan and And owen wilson owen wilson Right. Like that's that's really the only frame of reference like where Owen Wilson was saddled to deal with these Orientals when in the fact it was Owen Wilson who was carried by Jackie Chan. Oh, yeah, and absolutely. Yen. But yeah. you know, Jackie Chan, he wants to do movies because they pay him. Yeah. You know, he'll do all the American shit they want him to do because they pay him out the ass. Right. The fact is though, Jackie Chan, over the course of twenty, thirty fucking plus years, has has now has that American recognition. That you know, he's fucking super famous everywhere else in the he world. Had a cartoon right. on the WB, right? He he's he's gotten that level of fame in the United States, whereas Donnie Yen, to us, to like cinephiles, to nerds, to people who watch martial arts films, we know him. We yeah. fucking know him front to back. 
you know, but the yeah, average but American the movie American would be like, he's that guy that's going to walk on water. My, my parents had no Wars fucking movie. idea who he was. And, 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 and to be frank, they didn't even want to watch it, man, because it was subtitled. I had to find a version of it that was dubbed oh, yeah. so that they would mm. watch it so that, you know, that's a problem. Like you, it, when you watch a movie, like, uh, what's that one that he did? Return um, of the fist. No, where he's, he's the cop and his undercover buddy, like gets all fucked up. Oh. Uh, boiling point. Yeah. Yes. Like that's one of the best fucking martial arts movies I've ever seen. Top that's 10 ever been made Bar none ever been made. You know, I had to sit them down and make them watch that because... And on that film, it, there was so, just criticism about the film, about it being a ripoff of MMA. Let me point out something to you. MMA became out and was popular and people acted like MMA was new. It's not. Your MMA is a mixture of martial arts, oriental culture, and hand-to-hand combat. The only contributions being from Britain, not America, in the term of boxing. And wrestling came from Greece, didn't come from America. So there is nothing American about MMA whatsoever. And when you watch Bowling Point, it is a showcase. It's it's honoring all those arts put in one film for the first time in a realistic setting. And if you're the type of fat fucking Slavin American prick to sit there and watch that film and go little Asians jumping around, you're a moron. You're an idiot. And 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 you can look to Nate's email about where you can find me to have this argument in person. Bob is heated. He is heated. Well, do you need another drink? I do. Okay, then I'll make one for you. <laughs> But yes, you bring up a very good point, Um, but this is why we're experiencing situations like whitewashing in Hollywood, and I'm not at all trying to justify it. I don't think it's justifiable, but there is a reason that is presented, that when you're laying down $100 million to make a film, and you want that film to make back at least what they spent, they're going to cast fucking white people they're gonna cast fucking white people and I, I i don't like it i don't agree with it but financially can you take a chance to to play someone who's not well known in many circles as a star in your japanese themed movie i don't know i don't have the answer to that but here's here's the thing i have do you know who beat takashi is of course because if i mention that name and you don't Slitcherous. Yeah, if you don't know who B. Takashi is, you should probably drink drink. Uh, to be fair, he is cast in the new Ghost in the Shell movie. Good, good. He should be. B. Takashi is like, what, what do we call him? The Japanese Robert De Niro? Um, <laughs> yes, because most of the movies we've been exposed to <laughs> are basically Japanese organized crime movies. Yeah, where they're fucking he does fantastic. horrible things to horrible people. If you aren't watching Asian cinema then you have fucking problems in your life. You need to take the time to get out there, watch some Korean films, watch some Japanese films, watch some Chinese films. Don't just hunt down for fucking Kung Fu movies. Find yourself some, you know, crime cinema, some, some classic fucking films. Shaw scope, run, run Shaw. Amazing Asian films. Yes. He did originally back in the sixties, bring over a lot of martial arts films. Bruce Lee broke from him and came separate, but still, I believe it still was in a run, run Shaw film, but briefly, did an amazing job. But all these guys came over to showcase what we ignorantly think we know of their culture because they're very private about their right. culture. And there's permissions given. And finally, those permissions have been lifted, and we're treating it like we've seen your shit already. Well, dude, and even look at like a guy like Sonny Chiba. Sonny Chiba, as far as like Asian cinema is concerned, Japanese cinema, fucking legendary. 
what does Legendary. he get? What does he get now in the United States? He gets a cameo in a fucking Tarantino film. Yeah. Right. He has to have Tarantino be like, "Hey guys, he's a fucking legend. Let's watch him for he's a few a guy. minutes." He's a do some right. Things. It's. I mean, it's it's a fucking travesty. It really is. I don't agree with the whitewashing. I At think all. I think it's yeah. horseshit. But having said that, I, I have a I have a concept of why it occurs. And can we change it? Keep bitching about it. That's that's all I can say. It's Keep bitching about do. it. Go on the internet, bitch about it, bitch about it, bitch about it. Yeah. And eventually, just like we got a Deadpool movie, maybe we'll get a fucking actual American release with a you know an Asian theme that has an Asian star in it. You know, finally we have in uh, um, it's not even American, but it's a guy from Ireland who was accepted to actually represent a ninja, a modern ninja. Japan's trying to keep uh, attention on the fact of its roots and its, its history. And so what they have is they invented a whole entire province in Japan where they're going to have, I believe it's four ninjas total that they're going to have. No, granted, four at one time. So I think it's eight guys total who are taking shifts to be ninjas in this province. So whenever you go to this specific place in Japan, you can actually see what these ninjas are doing. And this guy auditioned from American Ninja. He's Irish, I believe, who uh -huh. was, who's actually accepted because of his talent, whatever. So th what this means is that Japan is more tolerant than we are. Oh, yeah, for sure. Of, of what's going on. For sure. And accepted this guy in and embraced him as his own and, and came in and said, yeah, you know, you got the talent, you got the will, you got the respect, you're for dedicated. Sure. And yes, we would be honored to have you represent our, cult our culture that you digested. We'd be honored to have you represent it in our country. Right. As far as, like, actual problems that face our country... This is probably not one of the biggest. Yeah, but, no, I really don't. But I, I think that for But us, when we have a thing called Black Lives Matter, right. and then people have in contention, and the contention's not, why do we even have this? Because of course Black Lives Matter. Right, because that there's should no be such the thing argument. as racism. And it's right. not. It's these niggers think they're special, and it's like, what? Yeah. No, yes. that's not the message I was trying to give. No. It's the fact that, yes, I'm <laughs> black, I'm African-American, I'm also German-Irish. Does this... So, uh, does this bring us to Donald Trump? It does. And you are in my head. <laughs> oh, the Trump and I was exactly, oh, it's time for Donald Trump. Oh, I think I need another drink before we oh, get Oh, it's into this. Trump. We get it going, son. Get it going. Let's just take a couple shots of tequila and figure this out. Uh, it's, uh, it, it, is, it is absolutely befuddling to me that uh, we are now in an area where there's one really loud, ignorant, fucking rich white dude and it just gives fucking carte blanche to fucking legions of ignorance to act a fool to fucking just say look shut up go back and and just have these quiet debates in your own home you don't need to go out in public we look if we don't know you're there it's like you're not. Listen, don't go to Brown's Chicken if you have a problem with black people. That's all I'm saying. Why? <laughs> I love Brown's Chicken. Ain't, ain't no mystery. Black people love Brown's Chicken neighborhoods over over here in Illinois. Right. And also white people love Brown's Chicken. That's correct. But we don't talk about that because chicken's known for black folk. We and we embrace that people. and we make fun of it. Going, <laughs> of course we like chicken. And, black, and white people are like, we like chicken too. We know that. Right. Bring your white ass on. Right. Just don't bring your white bitch. It, 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 it is proven beyond the shadow of a doubt that at this point, the concept that racism doesn't exist in this country well that was wrong yeah that was it, fucking wrong 100 wrong i can never i can't say that i've been to a white power rally but having been to you the live in the aborted, suburbs of chicago having been to the <laughs> aborted donald trump rally in chicago a couple while back uh-huh it was like borderline like holy shit yeah all it was missing was a couple of white sheets 
not even that, but there were people there that were clearly like they drove a couple hours to maybe burn a cross. White people Just will drive hate. far to to be around other white people to justify Just shouting to ignorant hate. shit. That look, if you can get a bunch of white people together, you now have strength in numbers. If I look, if I'm just one white person spouting ignorant shit, I'm gonna get punched in the mouth. But if I have a hundred and fifty, a thousand other white people around me, well, now I can say whatever I want because they got my back. Yeah. It's fucking awful. You know why I like white uh, serial killers? <laughs> no. The main reasons are mostly white, and they have the balls to step up and follow their convictions. <laughs> they need a crowd to do it. They need to stand around and hang some nigga from a tree. Their ass went forward and took a took a bitch. And, and to be fair, they, they they generally mostly kill other white people. Uh, that's correct. Although, I am being fair about not, that. Not to say I advocate killing anybody, but uh, but you that's know. because if they went to any hood anywhere and tried to abduct some black kid, Except they would Jeffrey get a whole Dahmer. neighborhood. Uh, but just he, didn't, he Jeffrey Dahmer didn't kill out of hate. He was just looking for love in all he, the wrong. He just places. happened to, as it turns out. He happened to like the the darker. Uh, yep. True. And also he liked their dicks and wanted to keep them forever. Jeffrey Dahmer was on another level. But, but it, I, didn't, it didn't matter because they beat him to death in prison. Anyway. But nobody hates him. There ain't no hate except for the people beating him to All the families and whatnot of the people yeah. He's killed. a serial. I'm saying outside of serial code. Nobody went like, that's a racist ass serial code. Nobody went like, yeah, that's the evolution of a sick man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fair enough. His uh, As a minor note. Bringing it back to Donald Trump, um, his house, childhood house, is up for rent for uh, anyone that wants to stay at the uh, RNC convention outside of Who, Cincinnati. Trump? Well, uh, the RNC convention is in Cincinnati, and Dahmer's Dahmer's childhood home is up for rent (laughs) in Cincinnati if anyone's looking for a place to stay for the uh, RNC convention. If you're a fan of the macabre and also a Republican... (laughs) (laughs) Look, I can't stay in Trump's house in nowhere. No, but you could stay in Dahmer's. Well, I Depends think, on how much I really like Asians, well, the, don't it? The funny thing for me with this whole Trump thing is now the fact that his little... Trump? I mean, it, well, his people that are running... <laughs> the guy he's hired to run his campaign has gone to the, the Republican elite and has said, well, you know, he's projecting an image now, <laughs> but, you know... Projecting not, an image. He's projecting an image of a right. white, white Build race. a wall to cover Mexico and make sure Mexicans can't get in here. Yeah. That's an image? You he's projecting an image now, but as soon as he gets to the, the primary, he's going to project a different <laughs> image. So it's... Yeah, he's going to project one that where he's not a fucking idiot. Uh, that's going to be kind of a stretch, but... Well, we really haven't... Here's the thing, though. In this conversation, we haven't trashed any of his positions. Because no. he doesn't fucking have any. Well, no, he he does, but expect them to where? change. Where? It's where? Where are no, the positions? No, no, no. Let, well, let me finish. He does have positions, but expect them to change within forty-eight hours. <laughs> it's almost fair. What's What's really fucked up to me though is I fe- I almost feel like as bad as Trump is, Cruz is just as bad. Yeah. But the fucking Republicans are shitting on him. Well, I'm I'm kind of expecting that at some point during the convention. Donald Trump's going to pull his mask off and it's just going to be Andy Kaufman. I really hope that what happens is at the the Republican National Convention, they vote for a goose. I think what's going to happen is Donald Trump's going to win and he's going to shed his skin and reveal the lizard man. I hope so. Yeah. And when that happens, Jesse Ventura assassinates him with a <laughs> Gatling Van- gun. Jesse with Ventura. He brings old Painless out the bag. I knew it. And he just smokes him. He was, he was killed by Is the Is that when the motherships people. descend up over, over all of our cities? Nope. Jesse Ventura is man enough to handle the mothership. After the Gatling gun, <laughs> Jesse Ventura is your new president of the United and, States. And we welcome our new... got time to bleed. We welcome our new reptile overlords. No, Jesse will lead the resistance. He was a Navy SEAL. <laughs> 
A former governor. Before he's seen a things Navy that will seal. blow your mind. Ain't got time to bleed. <laughs> well, I live off the grid know. in Mexico for six months out of the I don't year. know. Uh, I, I think that uh, we're, we're in a very wacky political time. Well, and, I th- and I don't know that there's any other word that can describe it other than wacky. Well, I think the reason why we've had such a weird sort of showing on the Republican side is the fact that Hillary Clinton is running. She and, might as well be a Republican. And, well, her politics aside, the the sort of gravitas that she brings to this, it's sort of like, why would you even bother to run if you know she's probably going to win the nomination? She's probably going to win the president. <laughs> Hopefully she gets fucking indicted before that. Well, that happens too, but... Yeah, it probably won't. Uh, because everything is in under control, people. Everything is just fine. Just uh, buy product A, because product A will get you product A. Just remain calm. We have everything under control. Consume, reproduce. Buy more products. Take selfies. Listen, when I went on the internet and I was looking up, because I got into politics this year, finally said, yeah, I'm going to do it. It's with Adam Goodhalleck. I'm like, listen, let me check this out. Let's look up uh, the other nominations before my preferred. All right, cool. Looked up Cruz. And I couldn't look up shit until I donated to his website. I was like, that's some fucking bullshit. All right, fuck him. Cruz is a greedy bitch. I ain't doing that shit. So let's look up Hillary Clinton. And I realized, without licking her clit, i.e. donating, same shit. And I was like, I swear to Christ, it better not be the same thing. I looked up Bernie Sanders. This motherfucker showed me everything. And didn't ask for a donation. He said, if I would like to donate, I don't need to. And I looked at it, and it's like 14 different things he stood for that he promises change on, that he could deliver on. They are realistically deliverables. And he went right at it. And it's everything to fix that, honestly, socially, has been wrong in America for a long time. And then some that are realistic, such as taxes. Yeah. Doesn't make sense that the rich don't get taxed deeper than the poor because the rich have more. And the rich have more. You don't want to get taxes deep. Help fix the problems that are going on. Stop adding more to your bank account. You need another zero like I need a second dick. That's all I'm saying. Some people do exist in the world that are like that, that don't understand. You are so wealthy, you will never, ever, ever have no be told to you to anything you want in life. You can donate a little extra to better fellow man. And that's that. And they don't want to do it. And he was like, well, we make them do it. And, and they won't even notice it. We make them do it in such a painless fashion that it only benefits what they want going on and alleviates it. And that's that. And he lets all his viewpoints out on the table. And, and that's, that's before even seeing us. You have to hunt to find on his website, his official website, to find out where to donate. Mm-hmm. That earned my vote for that man 100%. Because that's not a bullshit politician. That's not, he marched with Dr. Martin Luther King. If that, he's, is he Jewish? I forget if he is or is he? Is, he is. And so, so you even have, so let me get this straight. He represents all of everybody in the United States of America. And we have a problem with this guy. He understands all angles and all sides that can make a smart decision, and he understands you, and you have a voice, and it's this guy. And you're going to vote for anyone else? You're a fucking idiot. You're a fucking idiot if you do. Well, I'm convinced. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was, uh, I'm, I'm pretty much... Uh, it, it in the uh, uh, beer uh, in the uh, primary. I mean, mm-hmm. he didn't win Illinois, but he got my vote. So you know, it's the, like what else can you do at this point? Right. Uh, 
you know, it, it, it becomes to the point where it's, it's a fucking circus. Yeah. And if they want to know why people don't go out and vote, because you have these fucking shit ass uh, people standing up and going, oh, I want to be president. Can I talk about my letter? Well, uh, yeah, I guess. So once in DMV again, I registered for the 2016 to do it. They told me I had to come back because there's some contention about where I've lived for the last five years. Uh-huh. Nate, how long have I lived here? Uh, well over five years. That's what I thought. I've, I've bought stickers in Illinois for my car every time. License plates in order. I've paid insurance in this state. I've paid taxes the entire time I'm here. I've been in one residence, right? Yep. And I get a letter saying that I can't vote because of some contention of where I've lived because I lived in Arkansas back in 1999. Right. Or excuse me, 98. Right. Because 99, I moved here. Right. It's 2016, folks. Do the math. <clears throat> and I'm told I can't vote. And the only thing I could think of is by now, I feel it's racial. I truly feel it's racial that they feel they know I'm going to vote. They feel they know what's going on because it doesn't make any sense. Now, they told me to go to the D. The DMV is the authority right. for you to be able to vote. And the DMV told me to send this in the mail. Explain, write a letter, right. send in the mail, and explain it. I wrote said letter, put in my little wand. I even took my ass down to uh, what's called uh, Office Depot mm-hmm. and I'm print it because it's cheaper there. And, and funny enough, like by, we're talking 25 cents is what it was. And I happened to be at the Home Depot. Not that I shop for it. Stuff like I, not that cheap. But the fact is it came out, putting a letter right there, bought the envelopes for it, sent it out. And the response I got back was, well, they're looking into it. <laughs> After 17 years. Now, as you know, when Obama went for office eight years ago, I tried to vote then too. Yep. I got the same excuse. When he went for re-election, I got the same excuse. Now election's up again, I get the same excuse, and nobody is fixing it. And it doesn't matter who I talk to in the state of Illinois. That's just what it's going to be. Right. You just your, your right to vote has just been revoked because revoked. at one point you lived in a different state. I might as well commit a felony just so I could be treated like a felony. It makes sense that I can't vote. Right. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. So, I don't know. I think we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, it's like fucking 10 o'clock, so... Uh, Pretty much killed our bottle of Patron. We're done. So, uh, without further ado, check back with us on Wednesday. We'll do another one. Yes. I can't hate Hank Probably Pym because I haven't seen Ant-Man yet. But you can still fuck Hank Pym because, fuck Hank Pym. because of comic books. Mm-hmm. So, please keep it nubile. Uh, come and drink with us. Check out our website. It's utilitymuffinlabs.com. And my new word is probably going to be, don't like that white bitch. <laughs> <laughs> check us out on twitter utility muffins we do things sometimes when time permits uh until wednesday peace have a good one goodbye bye goodbye